Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. Well, we've explored a fraction of the ocean, most of the Earth, and parts of our solar system. But do you ever wonder what everything around us is made up of? You might be surprised that the most abundant elements in the universe are limited on Earth. What happens below the Earth's crust is inaccessible to us, but not for our lack of trying. In 1970, we tried to dig a hole that would go below the crust. That was the Kola Borehole, located in northwest Russia. The project lasted 20 years without much success. At 40,230 feet, drillers encountered high temperatures, reaching 356 degrees, and had to stop. The hole was just 9 inches in diameter, and it's considered to be the deepest hole in the world in terms of true vertical depth. According to the National Academy of Science, the Earth's core consists of about 89% iron, 6% nickel, 4% sulfur, and less than 1% trace elements, which means we have no idea what they are. But we do know what's in the Earth's crust. There are 94 elements that occur naturally on Earth. To find the rarest, let's start with a few of the most abundant. Oxygen would be number one on that list. Apart from its presence in the atmosphere as a gas, it's also present in rocks. Now, don't go sniffing them because that's just weird. It's there as an oxide. Ah, I know what you're wondering, so here it goes. Oxide is a chemical compound that has at least one oxygen atom and one other element. These guys are very common in the Earth's crust, and they have a solid state. The third most plentiful element is aluminum oxide. The most natural form of this is corundum. Beautiful gems like sapphires and rubies are forms of corundum but they owe their unique colors to trace impurities. For example, sapphires get their shades from iron and titanium, while rubies get their burgundy color from the presence of chromium and with the helping hand of lasers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The tenth most abundant element on our list is hydrogen. It's the simplest element in the universe, and it goes all the way back to the Big Bang. That was about 15 billion years ago, when the universe was extremely dense and hot. As it slowly cooled down, the temperatures got better for the building blocks of matter to begin forming. These were electrons and quarks. At first, they were sort of floating around as plasma. Then it got cooler and the quarks concentrated into nucleons. To understand this, 
Think of how steam condenses the liquid droplets as the vapor gets cold. That allowed some protons and neutrons to fuse into the helium nuclei. It took about 380,000 years for atoms to be formed. At one point, the universe was only hydrogen. Today, it's the most common element in the universe, occupying 73% of it. The second one is helium, which takes up 25%, and the other 2% are trace elements. Hydrogen on Earth, however, is very low if we compare it to the universe. It used to be a lot more when the Earth was formed, but as a lighter gas, it started floating up into space. The 17th most abundant element is carbon, which is also the second most common element in our bodies, holding 18% of its mass. In fact, it would be impossible for life to exist without carbon. But in the Earth's crust, it dips below zero, occupying only 0.02%. In 21st place, we have chromium. It's naturally found in soils, water, rocks, and even dust. Since it's basically all over the ground, you can find it in plants, the foods that we eat, animals, and drinks. It doesn't have a taste, smell, or color. Zinc holds the 24th place. Small traces of zinc are found in the ocean water and the air. Our bodies even use zinc to help with our sense of taste and smell. 10 places down, you'll find nitrogen. This guy makes up 78% of the air we breathe. Yet it's quite rarer in the Earth's crust, occupying only 0.0019%. For the gardeners out there, here's something interesting. Plants get nitrogen from the soil, which is an essential nutrient that helps them grow and creates their food through photosynthesis. But some veggies get their nitrogen from the air we breathe instead of the soil, like beans and peas. And number 47, we have hafnium. This little element is never alone. It's always found as a solid object with another compound called zirconium. But hafnium is twice as dense as its companion. Once the two separate, it can be used as a nuclear reactor control rod. Speaking of nuclear reactors, the most interesting one is uranium, two places down. Scientists believe that the sun was born from the ashes of a supernova. They base that on evidence of complex heavy metals such as uranium, which gets mined to fuel nuclear power plants. The sun doesn't have enough heat to create any elements heavier than iron. So uranium can only be created in a huge cosmic explosion. For example, when a star has burned up all of its fuel and the core collapses. Iodine is the 61st element on the list. It's the heaviest of the stable halogens, and it has a dark purpley color. It was first discovered in 1811, but was given a name two years later. Since it was a violet shade, its name translates to that color in Greek. There's more iodine in the ocean than in the Earth's crust. Seaweed is loaded with it. On Earth, it's merely found underground near natural gas and oil reserves. Now, we've reached the 72nd, which is helium. This guy is quite impressive. It's abundant in space, but unfortunately, it doesn't really enjoy the atmosphere on Earth. But get this, the sun is made of helium and hydrogen atoms, and that's what gives it fuel. There's so much pressure in the sun that the hydrogen atoms collide with each other to form helium atoms. That's the fusion process. The rest of it is given off as energy. 
600 million tons of hydrogen are fused into 595 million tons of helium. So, the question is, why can't we find it on Earth? Well, it sort of leaks out of the atmosphere since it's so light. Which is why helium balloons rush to the sky when you let go of them. Helium is also the first noble gas, which means that it doesn't react with other elements to form compounds. The partygoers will love this one. In the 73rd place, we have neon. The name means new. It was discovered in 1898. The air holds more of it than the Earth's crust because it has very high vapor pressure in low temperatures. When you're out and about at night, you can see it in advertising and club signs. It glows an orangey-red color when it's placed in a glass tube. But it's not that simple. In order to activate that bright luminosity, you need high-voltage electricity. We're getting closer, folks! At number 74, we have platinum. It's mostly found in copper and nickel ores in South Africa. This guy is so rare that only a few hundred tons are produced every year. And it has many uses too, like electrical contacts, equipment, and costly jewelry. Speaking of expensive shiny things, gold is right after platinum, and you can tell it's pretty rare by its hefty price tag. You probably also know how it's used, but you may not have known that it's edible, or that earthquakes can turn water into the precious metal. The most astonishing thing about it, though, is that it can be found inside our bodies. And now it's time for the rarest element on Earth. Astatine, with the most stable isotope, has an 8-hour half-life. The rest of them go on for less than a second to a few minutes. I'm guessing that's how it got its name, which translates to unstable. Scientists can't even study it in bulk because its properties disappear as soon as they appear. It just vaporizes from the production of heat during decay. Chemists were on the hunt for this missing element for decades. They believe it has a shiny black metallic color. Here's how it came about. In 1869, a Russian chemist named Dmitry Mendeley created an extended version of the periodic table and found some room for our missing element. It belonged to the halogen group. Until they found it, they gave it the name Eka-Iodine, since it belonged to the same family with fluorine, chlorine, bromine, and iodine. Scientists all over the world were going back and forth to discover the element and gave it various names until the University of California stepped in and managed to reproduce it. In 1940, researchers artificially recreated astatine by bombarding the isotope bismuth-209 with alpha particles inside a particle accelerator. Astatine-209 and 211 can only be created in small quantities. Astatine-211 is used in nuclear medicine to treat certain things. It's estimated that there's less than 1 gram of astatine in the whole Earth and that it comes from the decaying of uranium and thorium. Now our chances of coming across it are less than 1 in a trillion, and even then, we won't know.